In John 15, 8, Jesus said to his followers, When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. So the big question is, how do we become true disciples of Jesus Christ who produce much fruit and bring great glory to the Father? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Rod Nichols, and welcome to the True Disciple Podcast. Welcome to True Disciple, message number 25. This is Rod Nichols, and I am glad to be back with you. For a couple of weeks now, I've been seeking the Lord for the next message, and it's finally been revealed. And this is a big one. Today, we're going to be talking about rest. In Genesis 2-2, we see that God has finished his creation work, and so he rests. Now, this doesn't mean that he was tired and plopped himself down in his big recliner to watch some TV. No, this just meant that his creation work was complete. God is still actively at work. We see this in John 5.17 and active in our lives through the Holy Spirit. The end of Hebrews 3 and the beginning of Hebrews 4 talk about God's rest and how we have the opportunity to enter it. Now, many think that this refers to our rest after we die, and it does, but it also refers to a rest that we can enter during this lifetime. When God used Moses to rescue the Israelites from slavery in Egypt, he offered them his rest in the promised land. But because of their unbelief, they didn't enter either the promised land or the rest. We see this in Hebrews 3, 7 through 11. Once the first generation had died, God told Joshua to take the next generations into the promised land and God's rest. Joshua did take them into the promised land, but not into God's rest, as we see in Hebrews 4.8. The good news is that as long as it is today, God's rest is still available, and we see that in Hebrews 4.7. So we have the opportunity to enter into God's rest. Now, what does this rest look like? Well, Hebrews 4.10 says, For anyone who enters God's rest also rests from their works, just as God did from his. So, does this mean that we don't have to work anymore? No. Remember that even in God's rest, God was still at work. He's just not creating anymore. When we enter God's rest, we no longer rely on our own works for salvation, to please God, to get his favor, or advance in the kingdom. Instead, we rely on the works of Jesus, who said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. That's Matthew 11:28. This removes all the expectations and the stress. In God's rest, we can rely on him to have all of the big ideas, to give us direction to provide the energy that we need to get things done, to offer favor with people and situations and open doors and give us wisdom and the perfect timing for every situation. Hebrews 4.11 reads, Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience. Now the there that's referenced there is the first generation Israelites who did perish in the wilderness because of their disobedience. By entering into God's rest through faith in Jesus and his plan, we won't perish during this life. In other words, we won't not fulfill the purpose that we have here on earth. It also means that we won't perish in the sense of salvation. Now, there will be trials and tribulation, but take heart 
Jesus has overcome the world. He said this himself. We just have to keep walking with him. In, in other words, walking in the spirit and letting the spirit guide us rather than our mind, our flesh. And then those trials and tribulations, although they'll be difficult to go through, they won't hurt us. Peter had a moment where he entered God's rest and he walked on water. You can see this in Matthew 14, verses 28 through 31. And Jesus said that Peter did this, walked on water, did the impossible with just a little bit of faith. (laughs) However, when Peter got his eyes off Jesus and got his eyes focused on the storm and the waves, in other words, he moved out of the rest and his own unbelief and doubt caused him to sink. True disciples walk by faith, not by sight. We see Jesus through our faith, not through our eyes. So true disciples keep their eyes on Jesus, even in the midst of major life storms, as Peter did when he walked on water. They enter into God's rest, just like Jesus did in Matthew 8, 23 through 26, when he was sleeping in the back of the boat in the middle of a violent storm. In contrast, the disciples were panicking and fearful. The rest was available in the boat, but they didn't enter in because of their own unbelief and doubt. So what are the storms in your life? What kinds of things are you facing? Are you facing them with faith or with fear? Are you in God's rest, trusting in him, or are you trying to do this all on your own and failing? Well, the good news is it's still today. So God's rest is available for you. It's time to enter in. That's it for message number 25. Just a quick reminder that you should really go back and review all of these short messages over and over. You can always find them on the True Disciple site at www.truedisciple.info. Just click on the weekly messages button under the current message, which is right on the front page. And you'll find all of the messages that we've done, plus a lot of other messages. There's some great video messages that are in there. On the site, you're also going to find some great blog posts. There's a great worship section there with worship videos, articles, and a lot of amazing resources. So make sure you take some time and run through the site. We've been adding a lot of new things here lately. And also, if you're not receiving our emails, make sure you subscribe to the email list so you get our updates anytime we add something new to the site. Well, I hope that you have a truly restful week. And I look forward to talking with you again soon.